Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest is Shah Murphy. Known as Shah, but she's Charlotte. You can call her anything. She doesn't get offended by it. <laughs> so it's all about spirituality day, dealing with the crisis with spirituality. You know, spirituality is always there for us. You know, it's the way of touching your soul, lifting your higher self and learning about rediscovery of your true identity. She says, understanding finally that we're much more than we do and that we're part of something much bigger than ourselves knowing to be grateful that there is a bigger plan for ourselves that includes our life crisis those crises show us exactly who we are we learn and grow from them and morph into the very best version of ourselves living our purpose and our passion she is a best-selling author of Saba 2020 non-fiction book award winner a top inspirational author of year 2020 unbreakable unshakable power uh, through the season <laughs> of the soul um, speaker four-time breast cancer survivor I love it thriver not survivor advocate mentor entrepreneur founder of Charmouth Charmouth I want to go Charles sorry it's the British in me Charmouth.com <laughs> and uh, featured contributing author to the biz catalyst 360 um, she went to law school as a single mom. she became a successful attorney but uh, you know after her fight uh, with cancer, finding herself fighting to survive breast cancer, depression, and post-traumatic stress, dealing with the aftermath, she, losing her home career, self-identity of who she thought she was. She then asked, who am I now and why am I here? And that is the journey she's going to be sharing with us today. You know, I, I just did my weekly show on birthing because obviously I became my grandma this week so yes, birthing is on my mind right? <laughs> thank you but it also is about the many rebirths that we have through life and that you know when when something comes to an end it's not catastrophic it's just like a pause take a deep breath that is a finished chapter you have a new chapter to write and what is it and we're never alone because when we ask that universal spirit to come with us it will always take us on the right path won't it welcome to the show love Pardon me. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. You've been through a lot, but it's that I love the word thriver, not just survivor. Um, attitude is, is a huge thing in going through yes. a crisis, isn't it? You know, you can't open up to any of the spiritual energy if your attitude is one of woe is me, you know, the world is against me or that low vibration it's very hard to kind of receive the help you need at that time if that is where you leave yourself at that's right that's right i think um you hit the nail on the head when you say everything that happens is a new opportunity to start a new journey to start over even though we feel like oh my gosh my world has just come to an end what yeah. do i do now where am i who am I now? Mm. Those are real questions that we ask ourselves. 
And um, I've had to do it many times. And sometimes, I mean, you know, it doesn't end. No. It doesn't end. But we're constantly evolving and changing. But it doesn't have to be difficult. That's the thing is that we've, you know, um, of course, I had to do a show on birthing this week as well. So, yes, you know, my, my uh, own show. But it's about the rebirth that we have is that everything comes to an end because it's meant to be an end of chapter. It's a meant to be an end of that experience. It's not like, oh, no, my life is finished. No, it isn't. That end of that chapter is finished. It's now the wondrous opportunity of what is before you. And if you can look at it that way, we can see so many more possibilities that way, can't we? That rebirthing of oneself. That's exactly right. And and that's what I have to remind myself of. And that's really how I got through mm-hmm. all of all of it was looking for the positive in the situation. And what did it lead me to? Yeah. Where where am I being leaded to now that's a better place than I was before? That I can help more people. Yeah. And, and so it's a gratitude thing mm-hmm. for me. It was gratitude. I think um, if you can't have gratitude, you really don't appreciate all the beautiful things that are right at your fingertips. Um, you see life totally different through the gratitude lens. Even the crisis. You know, uh, okay, I'm grateful you're shaking me up. All right. I, I know you want me to redirect. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for the fact that you're giving me that awareness. You know, now I'll be grateful if you can make it easier for me. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, um, no, it's it's never easy, but it is exciting. It, it's, it's well, uh, like back to the same the gratitude thing is that if you can find the gift mm-hmm. in the things that happen that throw you off course completely, and be grateful for that then you're on to something because this yes. mm-hmm. spirit isn't going to lead us no. down the wrong path no. and no. we have to learn lessons along the way mm-hmm. and part of the lessons that we learn are through these experiences we learn our strength we learn our courage our tenacity our abilities we learn that we're so much more than society postage stamped us with and that we have a sense of adventure and wonderment. And when you open up to all of that, that is the spirit opening up your heart, soul and, and your spirit igniting. And it's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. It is very exciting. And um, I'm just almost amazed every day, you know, when, Sometimes I think back over the different things and those those different mile markers mm. and where I was at that time. And maybe I wasn't in full gratitude at yeah. that time of where I was. And then the universe goes, okay, let's just shake you up a little bit <laughs> and see if you'll be grateful for this. And then you are in that situation next situation and then you have to find a reason to be grateful for being there yeah because you know you're being led to something better at least that's what's gotten me through is Mm -hmm. to find that gift 
everything has a gift in it. I mean, take COVID. It's been a year now. Yes, you know, bless all the lives that have been lost and lives that have been affected by it. But on the other hand, it's been a gift of pause, of reviewing, of renewing. Uh, so many people have taken a completely different direction in their life because they were given that moment to breathe. And, and it's a blank slate out there right now. There is no going back to normal. Normal was dysfunctional anyway. You know, it's a totally new canvas for us all to paint. That's right. It has been, uh, the pause is, it's, it's been difficult in some ways, especially for those that have been alone. And um, I was just listening to something about teen suicide. Yeah. Especially for empathics. Mm -hmm. um, those that are taking on everybody, you know, say like the other kids at school, their issues, their, their family issues, like, oh, my dad can't go to work. And my mom can't go to work. I can't go to school. I can't see my friends. And it, it really, um, it has been interesting to say the least, but it has been a good chance for us to take that review, that time to stop and say, okay, what am I doing? Am I happy with what I'm doing? This is a great time for change. Step up and, and do what you've always wanted to do. Yeah. You can do that. You can do that now. It's the it, perfect opportunity. It is. That's the thing. It's the perfect opportunity. And it's funny you bring up suicide because I have two shows last week, which were one on a, on an 18-year-old who committed suicide um, through horrible bullying. Uh, rape and everything else that she went through and and for her she realized that she could do more for people who were at that suicidal risk crossing over and helping them from the other side than she could this side and you know now fortunately her mum was completely open to the channel of it and they're working together to save lives and to let them know hold on you can get through this so she's working one side of the veil and her family started a foundation to work with them on this side of the veil and you know sometimes wow. that is that sole contract i came here to have this experience now it, it's not me giving up it's me transferring to a different position right so for exactly. for a lot of people it's that but also the amount of suicide rate amongst our veterans, far more than those that have died in the war. And, you know, that sense of hopelessness. And I think a great deal of it, you know, the title is crisis, you know, crisis using spirituality to get through crisis. I think for so many, they lose that disconnection, you know, with the heart and the soul. And if you don't have an open heart, you can't hear your soul. You can't hear the spirit talking to you. You, you've completely shut down and it's so hard to get through to you then. And that's why I think why we see so many people exiting before their time. Exactly. And that heart soul connection is so important because that is where you find yourself is in that yeah. heart. We are love. Yes. We are our heart space. And that heart soul connection is what allows us to it that's what that's where the strength comes from uh, uh, from source because as we are all one we are connected to source and if we recognize that connection then we are able to listen mm -hmm. and that is the other beauty of this moment yes. or having had gone through what we have just come through 
and whatever may come next yeah is yeah. being able to listen to listen to our heart through our soul. truly hear you know the very often we listen with what we want to hear not listen to what we need to hear so it's listening without any agenda or expectation isn't it it is it's not listening with our minds no. <laughs> listening with our hearts and through our souls and because the mind believes whatever you tell it it's and just programming can, right just programming it's just data yeah exactly and it's that it's oftentimes that paradigm that sets us up mm -hmm. for failure in that aspect if we are stuck in our paradigms in our heads of what we were told that we should do or that we should be or who we are without being given the opportunity to say, no, but I'm, I'm, this is me. Mm -hmm. This is me. And the, so the blessing in the, and the opportunity comes through those times say, when I was first diagnosed with breast cancer as a successful attorney, and all of a sudden, I did not have that title. I mean, I'm still an attorney even today, but I don't practice. So right. it was, it was, who am I? Who, mm -hmm. who am I now? Oh gosh, who am I now? Yes. Well, I'm still here. I'm still this right here. Yes. Still the heart. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems with people, isn't it? We assume we are our title of job. And we forget who we are as uh, uh, the beautiful enrichment of being. And if we could see our beingness, then we would actually understand we're so much more than any title you can put upon us. And you know, this is, this is what you did, but it's not who you were. Exactly. But it quickly becomes who you are when that's what people identify you as you know we identify other people we we mm. forget that they're more than what they do yeah and allowing them to just be who they are i had the funniest thing happen i have to tell you this or you will love this as as a well, it was my it was my first job after law school before I started my own firm. And I had the, the big desk and I was behind the desk and this mother had uh, her son had been hit by a car and was the whole bottom half of his body was basically um, damaged pretty severely. And she came to me and she was so afraid she was from a small town and she looked at me like this, like some kind of a goddess or something yes. behind that desk. Okay. And I'm, you know, so real that it, it was so, it was funny because I had these big kind of button earrings on <laughs> and I had to take a call while she was in the office. And that's when we had the, the old, you know, pickup. I just was on it just for a second. But when I, hung up the phone that earring 
just completely fell out of my ear and rolled across the floor <laughs> in front of her. And we both just cracked up laughing because she was, she saw, wow, she's human. Yes. Just like me. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I mean, stuff happens like that. Yep. Even if you're a professional and you're making a movie or whatever you're doing, things happen and, and you, you're just you. You're, you're still just you're not that perceived. Yes. It's the perception. Title. It's the perception. Um, you know, one of the things I do love what's come out of this is all your talk show hosts have had to do all their interviews through Zoom. Right. So you haven't got hair and makeup. You're seeing people in their own habitat. They're more relaxed in the way they dress. And I feel we're getting so much more honest content. And the vulnerability and the conversations that are happening, because you're seeing them in their habitat, there isn't a facade, you know, camera section, you know, it is just yes. a conversation. And I, it's going to be very hard to go back to the other way, because now we're seeing the truth of people. Yes, you were a multi-million dollar actor, you know, a heartthrob and this and that, but you're just an ordinary Joe that goes through your own problems in life and you're willing to be vulnerable enough to talk about them and share them with us which takes that illusionment away that nothing can touch you exactly exactly so that's the things the the breast cancer and the, the four times breast cancer how many times did it take to get it through my head yeah that it wasn't about what i do mm-hmm. it's it's about who i am and what the strength and the resilience and the persistence and the um and the nights crying my eyes out asking why 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 and then all of a sudden had this epiphany that in asking god mm-hmm. why me I had a specific answer and it was because you're not meant to be that. That's not who you are. Right. Your, your life. I knew right then and there that my life purpose was, I was higher than sitting behind a de- desk being perceived as some kind of whatever, you know? And, um, and so that's, that was, that's a big thing is that when people go through these things and you need to realize that even though it's very difficult, we can't understand and we do want to blame or mm-hmm. feel victim, victimized somehow, we have got to see that it's for a higher purpose. Not- it's the cosmic two by four, you know, uh, okay, you got back up and went right back to work. No, 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 no. You were meant to redirect. So we're going to give it to you again. Uh, You still haven't got the message. Here we go again. You know, and it's like, why does this keep happening to me? And we know that cancer is is an 80% emotional disease. And your entire emotion, psyche and everything was telling you you're in the wrong place. But but society's expectation. Oh, no, you know, you're you're a lawyer, you're revered as a lawyer, you know, this, that, etc. And and like, do I let go of all that prestige? And, you know, and in, in the end, it is like, what prestige? It's costing me my life, right? Right, exactly. 
and even my own family could not understand why I would walk away, why I had to walk away. They still do not to this day understand why I could not go back to law, law practice. Yep. And it really wasn't my choice at that point. Yep. It was my doctor saying, no, the stress will kill you. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can't take this again. Get the message. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yes. And even, you know, my own mother, I tell the story of, uh, you know, as a uh, second I was born, she did not believe that I was her child because I was a chubby baby. That's meant to be a healthy baby, the chubby babies, right? But I wasn't hers because I was a chubby baby. So she um, actually, you know, had me on a diet from the time I was born, literally. She withheld food and love from me from a very, very early age. She had real major issues that she passed on to you, right? Well, right. Because I took that as, as truth. Yeah. that I was, mm-hmm. my value was in my appearance or my, <laughs> my weight somehow had something to do with people loving me or not loving me or, that one. Um, and that, you know, uh, my punishment was safety tuna fish and cottage cheese at age, you know, 10 and 12 and 14 and, and so forth. But when I became an attorney, she all of a sudden just, <sighs> loved me Mm. you know because I was making her look good then right and and so yes so the family really sort of said well I what are you going to do now said well I'm going to use what I've been through to help other people you're what yes yeah I know about the weight one you know my my argument back with this is if you cannot see I'm so much more than my poundage but it's always, oh, you've gained weight, oh, ooh, this, or ooh, that. And it's like, if that's all you can see of me, the shallowness isn't on me, it's on you. The issue isn't with me, it's with you. You have the issue with weight and you're projecting that on me and I will no longer accept it. But I had to go through all the shaming of, oh. you know, and I look at it back and I think, no, I was curvy, I wasn't fat. I might be considered fat now and I don't care. <laughs> I just think I'm more right. vivacious. You know? <laughs> right, Kirby. Yes, yes. Uh, I had the, um, at holidays, I had the, the dessert um, was passed in front of me. I was wow. not offered the dessert trays. So That's immediately okay. as a child, you're going to have issues with food. Food is going to become your enemy. Right, because right. it's been imposed upon you. So you have this battle right. with weight, battle with, with food, this image whole thing, all coming from one woman who had her own insecurities that she projected on you. Right, exactly. I mean, isn't this a huge statement that we have to go through our own process and clear out all of that own insecurity and doubt and everything else because if not we're going to impose it on some poor innocent soul and put their life through hell we we have a responsibility to clear up our own issues that's right it's it's actually um you know it's just old programming 
Exactly. And it, it becomes our paradigm. It does. It really yeah. does come to define who we are and if we're lovable or if we're not lovable or if we're good enough or not good enough or whatever. And, um, and so it's, you know, and in, in the book, I just, I talk about putting the old programming, you know, that tape that plays over and over in your head. Yeah. It, it needs to go in the trash. Yes. In the trash. Yes. You, doesn't belong anywhere else but in the garbage <laughs> but that took you you know all those cancers and walking away from a career and this low self-esteem um as you said losing your house you know all of that you, you, you almost you had to bottom out to rebuild as as i put on my show this week rebirth yourself but rebirth yes. yourself along with the heart and soul guiding you into the light you really are. Exactly. If we could just get in touch with that inner light that is spirit. Yes. Then it would be, it, it that is the key to the whole thing, really. Yes. Uh, and if, we learn that we we are here to learn that i believe mm -hmm. we really are here to learn that and sometimes it comes at a price it comes hard it's not easy it's not an easy thing to do but when the, it becomes easier yes the more that you do it and even when things happen today that i don't love or i say oh why why now? Why this? Mm -hmm. I, I go to that place in my heart and my spirit connect with that inner light spirit and recognize the beauty in that moment, in that experience and get it out, get out of my head about it. Yeah. Get out of the fear. Mm -hmm. And accept it as, okay, this is it. What am I supposed to learn from this? And move through it. It's really that easy, even though we torture ourselves. <laughs> don't we? We don't need anyone and else God. to hurt us. We <laughs> hurt ourselves <laughs> even more, right? <laughs> you know? um, my statement always to that is, our emotions are here to, to as an indicator of, of what reaction we're going through right now. Feel our emotions so you can deal with the situation, but don't become emotional about them. And then one of the things as human beings, we become emotional about our emotion. And if, you know, it is an indicator, you know, you're feeling angry and mad. Why? What's making you angry and mad? What can you do to change that emotion? Not like get angrier and madder <laughs> because now or, you're going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> right. Or blame somebody else. Yes. Yes. That's yes. the easiest thing to do oh, is God, just blame it? it on somebody else. Oh, you know, that's somebody else's fault. Not, not mine. I don't need to take responsibility. People, we need to take responsibility for ourselves and not blame and not be the victim and, and go with flow of life and, and from that spiritual point of view that I lean on, that is my, that's my constitution. Mm -hmm. That's my strength. That's really where our strength comes from. The core. 
Yeah. You know, you're saying about pointing a finger. When you're pointing, there's three pointing back at you. Right. And he's saying, well, you don't like what you see out there. What are you going to do about it? Right. And when you are aligned with your heart, soul and spirit and and you can really feel your soul's um, wisdom that resonates in your heart, that goes to your spirit interaction and your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. You are in such a beautiful breath. It's like a deep breath. All your chakras are lining up. Everything about you is just. I know, I know what I need to know at this moment and I don't need to know anything else. Exactly. It's when we question that, and, and that's again, all from that head, mm. that, that head place. Um, because again, we believe our, our mind believes whatever we tell it. Yes. And of course, so <laughs> that if, if we can just change our, mindset and our and be more mindful and be in our in in that heart space then we can start to be more comfortable like you say all chakras aligned in alignment with spirit and the universe and then and i'm not saying that things are not going to happen Mm -hmm. because they will Mm -hmm. and they are and it's just about getting to that place though that that inner peace that place of knowing Mm -hmm. who you are and remembering who you are and who you know what you have been through and what you've learned from what you've been through that builds on everything builds on on those things Yes. And then you get to that place of, okay, you don't ask for it. Don't <laughs> ask for more. Yeah. And don't do that. No, no. It's not like what's next in you know, What else are you going to give me? No, no. You don't want that. Right. It's like the wonderment of, okay, okay I, I've learned that. It's in my backpack. I'm ready to go in exploration of of other life. But, you know, you don't have to give me any more rocks to climb at the present moment. (laughs) What we feed, you know, what we feed, what we water is what will grow. It's as simple as that. If you're going to feed discontentment or disillusionment or hate or fear, it's going to be what will grow. So if you decide to feed love and kindness and caring and and opportunities and possibilities and optimism you know that is what's going to grow is it going to be all kumbaya and oh that's so wonderful no it's not about that it's about that doesn't matter what happens to you or around you you've got it you know how to deal with it you know how to go through it and you know how to help others do it the same right exactly that's the beauty Mm. is when others will open themselves up enough their heart to accept the the wisdom that we have to pass on Mm -hmm. to them sometimes you know those we want to fight for our own uh, self yeah you know what i mean it's like i um we want to be right that's the ego yeah that's the ego mm-hmm. that's the ego we want to be right we want to 
blame. We want to be the victim. We don't necessarily choose that, no. but we, we, we really do in a way. Yeah. If, if we go into that space, the head so, space, right. Yeah. I mean, we've been taught for a couple of hundred years now, intellectualism, everything must be from the head. However many degrees you've got, the brighter you are, the shinier you're going to be, the more important you're going to be. Whereas before we were creatures so in tuned into our intuition and into our knowledge, look at the farmers, look at the shepherds, you know, look at all the people that just completely were in tuned into the earth, into the, into the cosmos. And they were guided by that because they allowed. And, you know, not saying that academia is bad, but I'm saying if you get stuck in the importance of academia and you don't allow the soul, heart and spirit's intellect to come through, which is the wisdom, then all this is is knowledge. And you don't know how to use all this data. The wisdom shows you how to use it. And it becomes something that is ego and that is insecurity. And then you start, you know, protecting that ego and losing that connection even more to spirit and soul. So we can have pride. You know, it's, I'm very proud of who I am today and what I do. That's fine. As long as it's something that benefits not only you, but others. But if it's the ego, I'm more important than you because I've got, or I'm richer than you, or I'm more popular than you, or more followers than you, that ego is destroying you. That's exactly right. And, and I have dealt with this so much in, in, the, in my life that it's almost like a, an automatic thing in me that just, I will not go there with a, you know, a, mm. if someone wants to put me in that light, yeah. I, I will literally run mm. the other way yeah. because that's not who I am. Right. You don't want to be seen that way. They're not seeing you because they're incapable of seeing you. They're not in that vibe yet. They're not in that channel yet. Right. They haven't right. done the work. Right? That's exactly right. And it is work. And it, is. It, it, is, it is work. And it takes time. It mm. doesn't just happen. No downloadable app. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a degree to have. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the plugging into the head and then you wake up in the morning and you've got all that knowledge. Yeah, no, yeah, it doesn't work like that. It is the process, but it doesn't have to be. You know, it's difficult in the beginning because you don't know what to do and you don't know how to tune in. The more you allow, the more you tune in, the more you're guided forward, the less difficult it becomes. It becomes a way of life, right? So the difficulty is in the resistance. Exactly. Resistance resistance is what sets us up for failure yeah yeah because when we come from that place of ego or i know this i know that you don't know you know that is where that's where people really get in trouble to to me and i mean that that i've seen is that they they resist they resist and when the resistance builds up enough, it starts 
well, you're going to have a, a, another experience yes. that's going to show you. Well, it's the conflict that's, with self that's going to have repercussions. Exactly. Exactly. The conflict is with yourself, yes. not with the other person, like you said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the important thing is, is to realize the people out there aren't your enemy. It's how you feel about yourself. Oh, I see that my background has suddenly turned into the beach. Oh, would we like right. to be there right now? He does this. And oh, I don't know why. I am. Now we've gone to the beach and back again. Yeah, right? <laughs> so a little wow. serenity there for a moment. Uh, I love that. <laughs> and the wind was blowing our yeah. hair yeah. and we were just the palm trees swaying. Wait, wait, that's an actual wonderful segue into nature. The wind in our hair blowing away the cobwebs, blowing, blowing away the conflict. The water is the conduit to wash away all that troubles you. The earth's vibration and the matrix, so everything joins together. The growth of everything around you. If you tap into nature, nature's got it down. Follow that its is, path. <laughs> yes. I'll never forget um, when I was very young before, I mean, I, I, my, I think my, my son was two and my father had just passed away. He died of ALS um, when I was 24. And I, um, some friends were taking a sailboat, like a barefoot cruise. Mm -hmm. And one of our friends was a captain. We went to, um, the, um, keys and got on a sail, learned how to sail. We, there was 20 of us. We learned how to sail this boat out in the middle of the ocean. And I can remember it like it was yesterday. When you talk about the wind and the hair, it brought that up to me because I can remember just holding on to the, whatever they're called. I can't remember. Um, but the, the sail, the lines, the ropes, holding on and leaning back and the, the way that my hair was just blowing and I was just leaning back and like in ecstasy yes. of the beauty of the, of nature and how freeing it yes. was to me to feel that feeling and was able to let go of so much mm -hmm. pain and heartache and thinking life is just, too hard yeah no it, it's it, it, that was a the perfect thing for me to do at that time because it really did that was when I in really understood what the word freedom yeah means yeah yeah I mean I live in Victoria here in BC and um, I've been here three years and I chose it because of the vibration here but we're right on the water so there's always a beautiful breeze or a wind the the trees are always moving and dancing to it you've got the water the smell of the sea and it's just that constant movement because I need fluidity and we all need fluidity we all need things to be constantly moving forward now it could be a stream it could be a river and sometimes it's an ocean but it's got to be moving uh, the blood, the oxygen, the energy in our body has to be moving. And if you end up with pains in certain areas, it's blocked chi, blocked energy. And yes. just being at one with the wind, you know, the rustle of the leaves speaking to you and the water splashing against your feet, it is so invigorating and so cleansing. 
and so calming. It's like a beautiful nature, nature's arms around you. So I encourage people to do a lot more of it. <laughs> it's, it's very grounding. Yes, yes. It's very grounding. I love that meditation. Um, there's a grounding meditation that I use where she's talking you through and, you know, connecting your um, your feet to uh, these big tap roots and going all the way down into the core of the earth. And, and part of that doing that is like, imagine that you're standing at, at the um, edge of the beach on the sand where the water comes up and you're, you're let you allow your legs to just sink down in mm -hmm. the, the, the sand and that feeling of, you know, entering mother earth yeah and allowing her to fill you up mm -hmm. with that peace that serenity that that ground that we need mm -hmm. because if we're not grounded in ourselves in our situations if and part of that grounding is being more focused mm -hmm. on what we need to be focused on instead of what our minds are frantically trying to tell us be yes you know have, have i got any followers today has anybody commented on my tweets and you know uh you know how important am i today and it's you know i love social media because it's an algorithm and what i feed is what i get back and i've had an enormous amount of support enormous amount of love enormous amount of camaraderie and it's a village which i give back so it's a beautiful community but that algorithm has been created by what I fed, what I supported. And that's, you know, that is the algorithm of your life as well. As you said, if you've got negative people around you, you're in the opposite direction, right? Now you can help people who are in a negative state that want to move over to the other side. That's different because the willingness to move, you are that, that gate opener for them. And, and the skills and the tools to help them move over. But the negative people that want to pull you down to make themselves feel better, no, you don't need that in your life. That right. is an issue. They got to have to work out on their own. Right. And that, and I do see that a lot in social media. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, well, for lack of a better word, just jealousy and competition. Yes. Yes. And if you pull back at all, those algorithms are going to take a dive mm -hmm. and I've pulled back from it, from it myself. I, I, I'm not, I was, and it was okay for a while. And then I thought, why am I spending three fourths of my time yeah. doing this? Mm -hmm. What importance is that? How am I, how am I, really serving others when I'm spending three quarters of my time on social media. But, you know, it's the how you're serving others, because this is one thing people don't realize about social media. It is not there just to like and move on. It is there to be interactive with. Somebody makes a statement, you put out some support or, you know, I would say they say there's an app for everything. I have a show, right? <laughs> I've got a show. Mm -hmm. I did an interview on this and this may be something that you need to hear. Um, it's been engaged with other people. And especially in this last year where we have ended up being so much more cyber, people are reaching out even more. So reach yeah. out in kindness, in engagement. 
in really being interested in someone. It's not about getting out there and moaning and bitching. And, you know, I've put out there, I'm having a hard day and I can't believe how many people have come back. I talk about my mother who was dying and she needed to cross over. She was in so much pain. Mm -hmm. And I put out, you know, a prayer vigil online. I said, my mom needs help in crossing over. She can't see the angels. And 24 hours, not even 24 hours later, apparently it was a dull day and the sunlight came shining through, shone on her. She opened her eyes, opened up her hands and passed peacefully. I had had over 100 people who mm -hmm. didn't just like this, that who sent loving prayers. I really do believe that that energy is what helped her. So let us not undermine the energy of that intent and the energy of that kindness and that gift, because it could be done through social media, but it is we need to be accountable for what we put out there. Right? Exactly. That's exactly right. And accountability is, is really everything yeah. too. You need to be accountable for who you are. If you are on social media, just to look at me, look at me. <laughs> How many, like, I get this with people with shows. I mean, you send me some wonderful people, but I get people, how many followers do you have? I don't go on shows anything other than 5,000 a follower. And I say, all those that hear are those that have chosen to listen. And it's yes. not for me to say how many. I put it out there. And those that are ready to receive it will receive it. It's not for me to dictate who, when, or how many. Exactly. And if you're caught up on the numbers, what's that saying about you? Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, and, and, and God bless you for what you do, because it's a very, it's a, it's a gift um, that you've been passion. given. <laughs> yes. It is a passion. Yes. But it's a gift that you have to be able to engage in these conversations and bring out of people what the world, the universe needs to hear and know you bring it out in people. And so I, I just really want to commend you for, for that. It's Thank amazing you. what you do. I say awesome. I interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And if we <laughs> understand we're all ordinary, like we're all the same, cut, bleed, do everything else the same, but it's what we do with our life is what makes us, you know, extraordinary or just, you know, beautiful people. And, we had that conversation and you said, I'm sending you and you send me every week, beautiful soul to interview. And it's that for me, it's about the more we share the stories of courage and strength and abilities and skills and tools, that inspiration begets invitation. It invites someone else to believe, my goodness, if they could do that, surely there's something in me. Maybe I exactly. should apply that skill or that tool, that attitude. Maybe if I just looked at something in a different way. And that's what we do. It's, it's sharing. The best teachers are those that have gone through it. You are an exceptional teacher because of all the struggle you've been through. And there you are, calm, at peace with yourself, with your own spirituality, writing your book, the um, the, what was it? Sorry, I'm dyslectic, so I always do it the wrong way around. So, unbreakable power, unshakable power is putting <laughs> uh, dyslexia always goes around the wrong way. But it's about you now taking everything that you've learned and giving it back, 
showing other people, this is where I was, this is what I did, this was my belief. And to other people who are in that struggle, who can't see a way out, and go, but she, she found a way out. If she found a way out, surely there's a way I can navigate out. Reading her book, listening to her story, is there something in there that becomes that light bulb? Oh, perhaps if I just shifted my focus on this, I would right. find a way out. And it's sometimes exactly. it's as simple as that, right? But by sharing these stories is a gift to me. Never mind me being a gift. It's a gift to me, what I've learned about myself. And I was giving up on humanity nine years ago. I just didn't want to be here anymore. As an empath, I just couldn't take the pain anymore. And I was asked to join another network to be a podcaster and go, what's that? <laughs> didn't even know what they were at the time. And it became my own self-discovery of all the wonderful people out there, of how many wonderful stories, of how they've inspired me. And I know for a fact of how they've changed other people's lives because people contact me. And it's, it's not me, it's them. All I've done is given them a platform to inspire someone else. So thank you for being that inspiration. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sarah. I really appreciate that. That's very... That's very um, inspiring. Yes, it's it's hope. Mm. It's what it's, if that's what we share is the gift of hope that, yes, you can get through this. Yes, it is difficult. No one's going to tell you that it's going to be that easy. No, but you can and you will. Mm -hmm. With the spirit. In the right the spirit. spirit, with the right attitude, with the right gratitude, the with the heart ignition. I mean, how many people refuse to open up their hearts because they were hurt? And now all they can feel and all they can see is hurt. The heart has to open up and for you to heal. And I say to people, if you're finding it so difficult to love anything again, look at little puppy dogs and kittens. Look at children who laugh at everything. Look at nature as it comes into bloom. If it doesn't ignite your heart, if it doesn't bring a smile to your face, then I don't know what will. Don't look to the big grandiosa. Look to the beautiful, simple steps you can take. Whether it's a toe in front of a toe or a foot in front of a foot, just move forward. Exactly. That's what I say is it is it's a process, as you said, um, and it is day to day, minute by minute. And there's no escaping that. If you try to leap from here to there, you're not going to get what you really, really yeah. need to get Yeah. to get through it and in a healthy way mm -hmm. and stay there and be ready for next. You yeah. know, uh, that unshakable power, right? You know, <laughs> what, what I love it is the unshake, <coughs> unshakable power through seasons of the soul. A lot of people will talk about the spirit, will talk about the heart, and they forget about the soul. And the soul is the wisdom. It is the divine source. It is God, source, energy, whatever you want to call it. It comes through the heart in truth. And so for you to actually talk about the seasons of the soul and that ignition of it, you know, this spirituality, scientists have begun to understand because they can measure it and they realize mm -hmm. those that live on a higher level of spirituality and love are resonating at a particular hertz a particular vibration mm -hmm. where you cannot knowingly do anything harmful to someone else 
But the reason we can love so openly and beautiful is because we listen to our soul. We've connected to our heart and soul. That's that's exactly right. But and really, we're born that way. We are. We, we are. We lose like the way. <laughs> we lose the way. Yes, we do. And somehow, then we get led like sheep mm. from the universe, God Spirit, back. Come back over here. Yes. yes. <laughs> Come back over here. Yeah. Let's do this again. Yes. You know, A huge border right. collie called Spirit, you know, <laughs> nipping us in the butt to get back into the right yes. alignment. That, yes. that was just one season. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. In, we're in spring now. Yes. And it's a new, brand new beginning. You've got a brand new baby. Mm. You, you know, we all have a brand new day, a brand new chance, a brand new time to reflect, but not stay. Yes. In what happened in that last season. Yeah. And reflect on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, what did I learn from the last season that I can bring forth and what do I need to leave behind? Every year I have a word that is my word for the year. And this word uh, this year is actionism. And there's no more talking about it, no more reflecting on it, but stepping into action. And that actionism is being proactive in your life. You don't like what's going on you're the one that has to change it. That's right. Yes. That's what I call stepping up and mm -hmm. into your inner power. Which we all that's, have. That's the action. That's right. We do have it. And we learn more and more about it and that we can call on it and it's there. Yes. And it's, yes. Yes. I mean, you, you know, as a lawyer, you're meant to have an analytical mind. You know, well, I look at it this side, but what does it mean this side? And how can I manipulate it this side? And, you know, the mind is constantly turning things left, right and center to try and find, you know, a thread that you can bring out with you in your case. It's hard. I've, I've had other people who have who have been solicitors that, you know, my analytical mind to go to the spiritual being, which is trust and knowingness and where you don't look at it as an equation or this and that it's a step out of that mindset but then as you said you stepped into that mindset out of expectation it never belonged to you in the first place that's exactly right that's exactly right and um, i'm left-handed by the way so <laughs> all that all that analytical thinking is um it's sometimes very um it's very hard for me to get through because I do analyze, overanalyze. Yes. Yeah. More so in the past than now, really. I don't stay there mm -hmm. because that's part of being in control of your own mm -hmm. thinking. Instead of analyzing, it's more inquiring. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, you look at a situation, try and understand it. But don't get caught into it because all of a sudden you're sucked into this Rubik's Cube that you can't get to straight. <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. That is the truth. Very and, well said. And that allowing, right? It's 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 a trust. It's a trust in the universe, trust in the spirit, trust in the heart. Just allow. Now we don't say allow without structure, because if you are grounded, if you are rooted. Your tree is firmly rooted. Your tree trunk is nice and solid. You can branch out as many branches as you want because you are sturdy. 
and you know, the wind can blow you this way and that and you you can take it because you're rooted, you're grounded. And a lot of people, I think, make the mistake of kind of going from, you know, A, jumping to Z, straight into the spirituality and, and they've not done the process or the work. It's more of an escapism than it is a process of actualism. I agree. And, and, and it is, um, it's a little frustrating, you know, to um, try to help those that are, do that <laughs> for a better, I, I don't know. I, it is frustrating, but it is a calling. Yeah. It is a calling and we're here to help everyone. Yeah. And if they even, wish to be helped, the free will is that you can't help them until they ask for the help. That's exactly right. And that's, that's the frustration, right? You want to help somebody and you know you can, but until they give you permission. I mean, you can give them love, you can give them light, you can give them all that, but you can't give them the practicalities or the application until they are a free will help me. That's right. And willing to listen yes. and grow and do the, the work in. themselves yes yeah. take those action steps and make and go through the things they have to go through to get to that place of, uh, on the other side of that and it, it's really um it's beautiful to see people do that and um and it's 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 a it's a challenge and I'm not up for all those challenges that much anymore, you know, right. challenges. Yes. I've had enough of the, especially as an attorney, uh, you know, the, the, okay, it's my way or the highway type, mm -hmm. you know, and, and um, being right or those things are not important to me anymore or winning at all costs or any of that. It's, it's not about that. It's just not about that anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. Life is about enrichment and abundance, and that doesn't mean riches or abundance in the bank account or the house or this, that. Numerous people I've interviewed who walked away from the big house of six figures, the this, that, realized they were slaves to it. They never had time to enjoy it. You know, the greatest gift we've, we're given is time, but how we use that time, you know, mm -hmm. is, is where we, we, we need the time to breathe, the time to absorb, the time to have joy, the time to play. And when you do slow down and you do step into this realm, you really do prioritize, don't you? And I'm so much more enriched and abundant. My bank account doesn't agree, but I am, you know, I'm the richest I've ever been in my heart and soul and spirit. And so I live very modestly. It's okay. It's okay because it doesn't matter where you live, it's who you're living with yourself, right? That's, That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, if my camera's checking, it's because my little um, my little kitten just jumped up here and she wants to play with the light ring. <laughs> Hi, Cassie. She wants to what? be in on the, I can see the ears. Oh. Yep. Yeah, she's checking in with she's attracted to your voice, I think. <laughs> um, well, yes, I have a kitten here too, and I have the door closed. And the other day, she just sat there meowing until I let her in. She had to be a part of it. So, Aww. you know, and sometimes they like, yeah. I used to have dogs, and oh, oh there she is. 
Hello. <laughs> Walking all across <laughs> them. <laughs> Letting your presence be known. Stay alone. <laughs> Hi, Cassidy. Thank you. No, I used to have. Oh. <laughs> I used to have dogs that loved sitting at my feet when I did an interview and they just loved it for the energy. You know, they just loved the energy that they got from it. And, and you know, it's look to our animal kingdom, look to our children, our indigo children. They are incredible teachers. They yeah. have such intuitive empathy and understanding and clarity and, and just the ability to do and say the right thing at the right moment. So don't dismiss them because they're young. What do you know? They know so much. Oh, well, that's, that's so funny that you say that because uh, they really do know. Um, excuse me, let me straighten this back out a little bit. Um, this is this is a funny story too. Um, my I have two grandsons, one seven, one five. Last year, before COVID, um, I was visiting them, and the oldest one is particularly. Um, just all about his shasha that's what they call me shasha and i love that name but mm. um so sam and i were sitting on the couch and he was just and we we're just hugging on each other and loving on each other and laughing and playing and he looked up at me and he said shasha you I, you have old neck out of the out of the mouths of babies. Right. <laughs> I've never heard that term before, but it just was so funny. And I, you know, I mean, I wasn't upset, but um, it, that was just that was funny. He he said, "I don't want you to be old. I don't ever want you to get old." Mm. So I had to reassure him that I would be a young grandmother, and that is. That is one of the things I'm, I strive to be. It's and again, that comes down to it. I mean, you know, I'm naturally silvery gray nowadays and, and um, you know, I'm 66 and just become a grandmother. And it's, you know, mm. it's, it is, um, that's the number of the years I've been here. I've got a far older soul. <laughs> it goes back a very long time. But it's a question of where's my spirit? And when your spirit's in your heart, and your heart is enthusiastic and it and it and it can see the simple joys in life it is ageless isn't it forever young yes yes yeah who forever sang that young. who sang that forever young, forever young. Yeah. i can hear the song but yeah. i cannot tell you who it was whoever's listening to the show please in the comments tell us who sang that song yes please. <laughs> It's there and kind of there, but I just can't quite connect to it. But I mean, yeah. that's the thing. There's always a song for something. Right. There's a story, a song, a book, a rhyme. And there's always something that reflects life. And, you know, when you're willing to kind of embrace that reflection, um, we're not going through. I know one of the hardest things, and this is why suicide does happen, because people think they're alone. No one cares. Um that they can't cope with going through this but when they do hear other people have gone through it and this is how they've gone through it and how other people have reached out to them there is as you said that hope it's the spirit opening up it's opening up to say you're not alone I love my alone time I used to be lonely with people in my life 
because mm -hmm. I was not seen or heard for who I was. It was what I was to them, oh, not yes. what who I am, but what I was to them. And that is very, very lonely. But when you step into yourself, your own beingness, you are never alone. And yes. you enjoy that alone time so much, don't you? Exactly. And you say that, at, you know, uh, after having been through COVID completely alone mm -hmm. for about a year. And I would never have dreamed because I'm, I'm a pretty social being, yeah. I would say. I do like my alone time as well. But I never dreamed that I would be completely and totally alone, locked away. Mm -hmm. from any human interaction for almost a year. Yeah. It was a long time before mm -hmm. I would ever even step out. And that really was another growth experience for me is to know that I could be totally alone and learn from that mm -hmm. aloneness, even though I, I was not, I think there was a period of, of grief and loneliness. And then once I hit this saying, okay, this is the way it is. You can't yeah. change this. Yeah. This is the way it is. So what are you going to do about yeah. it? Are yeah. you going to, yes. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you can cry about it or you can, <laughs> you can look for the benefits. I mean, you know, how many people say, oh, I just wish I had time for myself. You've just given time to for yourself what did you do with it <laughs> right exactly what did you choose to do with it because it is everything is a choice yes everything is a choice it boils down to what we choose to do with what we've been given with circumstances whether they be um an illness or the loss of a loved one or whatever it is how we choose to deal with it within ourselves and how we choose to take that experience as you and I have agreed today mm -hmm. that to take that experience and what you learn from it and use it to help other people. That is such a blessing. Yes. And I, one of my favorite sayings that I, I say all the time is that I've been blessed in order to be able to bless others. Mm -hmm. That's it. I have to look at my life as a blessing. Yes. Everything, every bit of it, mm -hmm. every bit of it. Yeah. You know, you, you, you get to a stage where you can talk about the painful things without feeling the pain and just know it was experience. It was life lessons, right? You know, right. let go of the trauma of it. Um, you know, the post-traumatic stress. Yes, you're going to get triggers now and again. But when you do, it doesn't mean you're going back down the rabbit hole. It just means, oh, okay, all right. What do I need to nurture myself at this moment so that I don't go down the rabbit hole? Because something has triggered me. You know, where am I in my life right now? That can't hurt me anymore. Right, right. Yes, that rabbit hole is, it can be very deep mm. if we choose to go down there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh -uh. I don't want to go back there ever again. <laughs> tell, us about the, yeah, tell us about the other books. Uh, I know that you're a contributor in a, in a book, um, the Biz Catalyst 360. Tell us about that and anything else that you've written. Actually, my other two books um, 
are Power Up Superwomen. And it's a, it's a compilation of, of stories of women surviving or thriving through, um, you know, life altering situations, circumstances, illness, whatever. Um, and then we each wrote a chapter in the book. Lovely. That was my first book um, that I contributed to. And then I had, there was another one from a group in UK and they invited me to be a part of that. And um, it was also a, a book of, about superpowers and superwomen and, you know, just that, that part of it. And then um, the Biz Catalyst 360 is actually a, um, it's a group of writers that write articles um, for BizCat 360. And it's on social media, it's on Facebook, it's on, it's just, it's a group. And they do a lot. They, they are very, it's a very humanitarian group. They reach out, they do a lot in the community. And they have a lot of um, community, community groups and interactions where people, I mean, you know, we, we help other people um, through our work and our writings. And so I, I just, I write articles for them. It's one of the things I do. So I have Unshakable Power, which is my book, and then the other two that I co-wrote. And then BizCat is is just a, um, you know, I just write articles for them, feature articles for them. And and I write for different magazines, and I've written for Breast Wellness Magazine, and um, I, I write for different um different magazines, different causes, different, uh, like a breast cancer organization that I'm, you know, that I just wrote one for. And, and so, um, yes, I love being a contributor to the, the causes that will, that are close to me, close to my heart, that I can help other people through my writing. Right. And of course, you're a supporter. As I said, you've sent me some wonderful people and we every Tuesday, there will be a new show from someone that has been sent by you and some wonderful people, really incredible people that are doing some wonderful things, which I'm very grateful for. Thank you. Um, it's always nice. And you know, I get obviously sent a lot, but it's nice when I know who's sending them. Uh, you know who I am. You know what kind of shows I do and you're sending people that I can truly honor because there is that connection. So it's it's wonderful. I invite people to go, you know, keep looking because it's always uh, something wonderful coming out every Tuesday. Um, when we step in to our meaningful purpose with our heart, our soul and our spirit, that knowingness and that that beautiful feeling of belonging to something bigger. It really is so calming and peaceful. Everybody's out there chasing peace, fighting for peace. And it is, it's not something you fight for. You can fight for equality that can bring about peace, but the peace is an inside job. And you want peace, be the peace that you want because your peacefulness will contribute to the peaceful atmosphere around you. Yes. And the same with love. Yes. The same thing. So you and I, here we are with our hearts open, opening up to all of your beautiful audience that will watch. And as they see us opening up our hearts to each other and sharing, 
then they open their hearts. That's when yes. they're receptive to yeah. our messages yes. of hope and love and inspiration and knowing that you are strong enough. You are good enough. You are everything you need. You already have it within yeah. you. In your flawsomeness, in your beautiful imperfection, in your uniqueness, do not try and compare yourself or be like someone else. You are enough. It is you that we need in the world because it's your gift that is a part of this beautiful orchestra. So don't try and do it like someone, you know, people, oh, you interview like Oprah. I said, no, Oprah interviews like Oprah. I interview like Sarah. Right. And we, you know, and this is what you're going that. to get. The authenticity of Sarah, like it or not, I'm not going to be offended if I'm not your cup of tea. But be yourself. Do not try and fit into everybody's category. Just be your own beautiful light. And that light will shed on the people who are willing to see, hear and feel you. That's exactly right. And you don't have to force that. No, no. That is not a forced thing. No. That is not a forced thing. So that's a good, very good point. And so the people that are open and willing to learn and listen are going to be sent here and they're going to get the right messages that they need for themselves and, and hopefully grow and grow through whatever they're going through and be able to step up and into their power yeah. a little easier next time. And a little easier the time after that. And then learn to not only step into that action place, but to use that to touch other people with what you learned. Mm -hmm. We pass it no. on. We pass it on. We resonate it out. It becomes part of our entire presence. Um, you know, your site is believeinspire.us. Um, and it is that that belief of of your of what you believe in that inspires others. But you also have some programs uh, where you help other people. Will you tell us about that? I do. I um, I actually have um, the um, uh, I have some workshops um, that I do every six months or so and there are actually around my book and lessons that you can take with you um, from the book and one of the things that I'm doing now is taking um, people um, from my website that visit my website and um, offering them um, you know I have consultation mm -hmm. and for nothing, um, just see if what I can do to help them. So I, um, uh, most of my work is, is one-on-one, -on -one. Yeah. but I, yes. So, um, and through my writing, um, mm -hmm. and speaking, but I, um, that's pretty much what I do. A supporter. Definitely just a supporter. Mm -hmm. We are not alone, We're, but on our journey, we need people that sometimes they're just a cheerleader, sometimes they're a supporter, sometimes they've got a skill or a tool for you. Some people, it's just that right 
phrase or that right piece of wisdom at that right moment and you're going to meet many teachers along the way and you never know how your teachings is going to you know where it's going to fit you 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 share it and that person may put it in the backpack and bring it out later in life or you know it just sits in the back of their mind or they apply it straight away uh, again that's not for us to decide it is purely for us to um to share that knowledge and what people do with it is yes. is is their responsibility right just just to make it available yes like you say yes make yeah. it available yeah. yeah there is no you got to do this and you should do that and do that no if you've got that type of thing it's the wrong energy it that's is, right here is the love here is the knowledge here is the that's wisdom right. here are the tools that i used that's and right i am your support for anything you want to apply along the way and to realize that our choices in life our journey in life is ours and it is ours to walk alone, but at the same time to realize we've always got people around us there to help us. That's exactly right. That's important for, I think, especially younger people that, um, or maybe even, you know, elderly, you know, but because our elderly really are sort of forgotten. Yes. You know, we, we put them away into a home somewhere and then you just sort of leave them there and then they're gone. And, um, and that's one of the things that's becoming one of my um, passions at this point is the um, really helping reaching out to um, the elderly and the, the, the young, like the millennials or, you know, that they're having a really, they're really having a hard time right now. And um, so there's a lot of people that need help and, um, and so I'm here and you're here and we welcome them with open heart, open yeah. arms. Yeah. Okay. So tell everybody um, your social medias, your site again, everything, how they can get hold of you, how they can buy the book, where they can buy the book. Oh, goodness. Okay. I was, uh, I don't even have a book right here to show you. Um, I will the, be putting it up at the beginning of the show here on YouTube. And uh, of course, it's on your show posting as well. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much. Uh, it's Unshakable Power, Three Seasons of the Soul. It's on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And um, my social media is uh, Believe Inspire on um, Instagram. And I'm Char Murphy on Facebook and I am on LinkedIn as Shar Murphy, author. So. Right. And uh, you also have a Facebook called Hope Inspires and, and uh, one that Live for Service. Believe, Inspire, and yes, uh -huh, and Live for Service, yes. Right. And the site is believeinspire.us. That's correct. Excellent. That's correct. You know, we have an unshakable power in us, every single one of us. It's just that discovery of it. You know, this, this network is called self-discovery because it is about you discovering who you are. What is your gift? What's your contribution? We are all here to contribute to, the, you know, the village is only as strong as everybody's participation. And That's each right. and every one of us has a reason for being here and yes. a way to contribute. And, and all again, your flawsomeness. We are not looking for people to be perfect because that That's trying right. to hold up that perfection is painful. It is, you know, you're quirky, you're different. You can do this, but you can't do that. It doesn't matter. It's about being 
you and bringing yourself right. to the table, the feast, That's right? It. So, and you're enough. You're enough. Step into your heart. Let your heart open up. Let it glow. Let it absorb. Let it share. Because Absolutely. Really it's very simple, isn't it? It's very yes. Very yes. And as part of the collective, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the more that we can help other people do that, the stronger we will all be together. Yes. And that's where we, what we need to understand. It's not about separate and divide. It yep. is about, you know, unite, come together, believe in yourself yes. enough to know that you can do anything that you want to do and be yeah. who you are and be comfortable with that and inspire and give hope to others. That is what life is all about. It is. It's very, very simple, folks. Take away the highfalutinness of it, the, you know, the heavy intellectualism of it and understand the intuitiveness of it. And you'll realize that it's much easier to live that way. That's right. And be grateful for every day and every, every minute that you're given. Exactly. That's exactly right. I'm very grateful for you. Thank and you. And I am very grateful for you, Sarah. Thank and all the so wonderful much. people that you're sending me, each one of them a beautiful glow. You know, they're another so lovely happy. light bulb in, in our disco so here. <laughs> so thanks so much for sharing with us here today. It's been wonderful. You're so Thank welcome. You. Thank you. And remember, folks, there's always somebody out there that's there willing to help you, to guide you, to inspire you, to share love with you, to show you the way forward, because that's what we're here to do. So reach out to Charlotte and just start a conversation see where it goes if there's a beautiful synergy you never know what door she's going to open up to you the doors in your mind the doors in your heart the doors in your spirit are ready for you to give you wings and to fly so until next time bye for now we hope that you enjoyed the show you will hear many many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com we have new shows for you out every week just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.